The Koi Gig Part. Morning, Eileen. I think I owe you a phone call, do I, Kathleen? You do. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sadly down a podcast host, but uh, as long as you qualify us for the arrows, I'll forget yeah, the Eileen. Subscribe to The Koi Gig Part on the Off The Ball app now. OTB GAA. Hello there, and you're very welcome along to a segment from this week's Football Pod member show. We're building up to another massive weekend of football, and what you'll hear in the next few minutes is James and Paddy talking about Dublin against Kerry. It's the big one, it throws in at 7.30 this evening, and we'll bring you a bit of that in a minute. But just in case you haven't realised, the Football Pod has two episodes every single week. We're free on a Monday, we'll see you there this Monday coming, where we'll reflect on a brilliant weekend of football. And later in the week, we bring out a member show for anyone who's subscribed and signed up with Off The Ball. Just head over to offtheball.com forward slash join for more. Back to the pod. I hope you enjoy it. Do you know what happened? The last time these two played in the league in Crow Park. I have an interesting stat here for you. The 25th of January, 2020. James O'Donoghue <laughs> and Paddy Andrews were still playing in county football. Oh. Yeah. Started. What do you remember of that uh, Saturday night, lads, under lights and Croker? Were you starting for Kerry, Jimmy? Yeah. I was starting. Peter Keane was manager. Huh? Paddy. It was a draw, wasn't it? One point for Paddy. It was yeah. a draw. Okay. That's as much as I got, really. I was marking Ty Morley, I think. I was marking Merchant. And what did you score, James? Three, I'd say. You got three, yeah. Anders, what did you score? Fuck all. Yeah, fuck all that week. That's my second yeah. last game for Dublin. That was my Jesus. second last game for Gary. The following week, I ripped the shit out of my calf, and that was the end of it. <laughs> ripped me hamstring against Monaghan two weeks later, never played again. Man, I was fucked. It was on my last legs. And I remember, like, a January game, early January, we were only back from Bali. We That was the first game after five in a row. We'd been in Bali... Was it Bali we went to? Yeah, and we got back like, fuck, 9th or 10th of January. <laughs> we were playing that game two weeks later. It was like, mm. wasn't, wasn't in great shape for that one there. And it showed. But uh, that was the last game in Croker. Jeez. Jeez, yeah. Um, it was dry. Be dry. Maybe it's yeah, it slick that? enough surface, I'd say. Dryish. Decent crowd, I'd say. <laughs> The Cliff scored 1-3 that night. Paul Mannion came on for Paddy after 45 minutes. Good swap that, to be fair. Though, Jimmy, yeah. Kitty and Spillane came in for you after 50. Mm. It was like a changing of the guards in ways. I can't believe it that you actually... It was your second last game. Both of your second last games. Hat tip to Owen yeah. Sheehan. He, he pointed out that James was playing that night. And I hadn't realised that Paddy it was your second last game as well. It's, yeah. it's mad how things happen, isn't it? Before, it was pre-COVID. Like, that, that's how long ago that was. Yeah. Well, well I, I think it was actually... During COVID, we just didn't know yet. It was 133 yeah, exactly. days after the Dubs sealed their five in a row. James, you must have been going into that game looking for a bit of vengeance. No, nah, we were the same. We Come were on. only back from Thailand. I think we were straight from the airport. <laughs> we were the same. Like That That was very early. Was that in the, a January fixture, was it? The first game. It was the opening game, yeah. I remember the league used to start like it used to be a week or two later. It was used to be like the 6th or 7th of February. It was January the, the last couple of years, it started... The last week of January was started, so it was even less time that you were. Yeah, we wouldn't have been in great shape now for that game. Yeah, that was Desi's first match. But the only thing is, I will say yeah, that from all those national league campaigns, any Kerry Dublin fixture, it does give you. You are looking forward to that more than any other one, and especially when it's on the Crow Park. Even if it's the first one, you're kind of going, "Don't know how I'm fixed here." 
you're still like, fuck, this Crow Park is Dublin. Do you know, it's exciting. Yeah. If your first game there is, I don't know, Roscommon away or Monaghan away and you're not fit, it's it's tough soul searching. No, it doesn't. Showbiz appeal. Like. It doesn't. But playing Crow Park is such a treat that time of year. It gets you, it gets you started in the year quickly. Do you know, you're just kind of in it then straight away. It's interesting. That, that's why this Saturday will be, it'll be a great game. I'm really looking forward to it because, like I said it on, on Monday's pod, both the teams, after winning last weekend, Dublin obviously had a slow start uh, results-wise, to get a win last weekend against Ross Common, I think they're trending in the right direction. I thought they were good against Mayo. I thought their bits of their game were really good against Ross Common. And that's what you're going to get at this stage of the season. You're not going to get a full 70-minute performance. You're just looking for, can we get 15, 20 minutes of the game and maybe 30 minutes the following week where we're really looking slick. And I think Dublin are trending towards that. Uh, and Kerry, obviously, I think they were really good against Monaghan up in Clonus. Uh, dispatched them pretty ruthlessly and then to get a win against Mayo. And the way they got it with Cliff getting the score at the end, I think they'd be happy where they're at. Uh, but Saturday night, you know, what both teams are probably six, seven weeks under their belt to trade. And I, I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Mm. Yeah, I think no, that Jack, Jack will really want to win that game as well. Like, I think that I get the feeling that Dublin are in more of a getting getting a lot of bodies in, kind of experimenting a bit more, slowly yeah, taking their time. Yeah. Whereas Kerry, I think, are trying to get at it quickly. I think Derry, Kerry want to be where Derry are pretty quickly. Do you know what I mean? I don't think really? that Kerry wants to shoot around for too long. It's just Jack's style. It's just his style. He wants to mean, he wants the confidence to be built up quickly. And I mean, it is a shorter year, so... There's probably there is probably method to the madness, but I think that definitely Dublin aren't in that frame of mind yet. I don't think it's. Uh, well, it's I, as I, big I to would Dublin. say you touched on it, Jimmy, and notice for a fact. There, there. We always say there's games in the league where when the fixtures come out, coaches, players will all look at and go, "Okay, that's some league games are bigger than others." That's a fact, and I think. Dublin would have looked at Kerry the last weekend of February in the National League in Crow Park. That's a game we want to be moving well for. They're probably they're still not going to have probably Cluxton, Fitzsimons, Mannion. They haven't really been been there tonight yet. It's unlikely that you're going to see them in on the pitch if we didn't see them at all, even in the squad against Ross Commons. So Dublin are going to be a full strength. Kerry have obviously got the Cliffords back in over the last couple of weeks, and they'll probably have a bit more of a, a hand to pick from. But I think both teams and coaches will be looking at this going it will be lovely to win this game. Mm. Definitely. I think Kerry are playing their championship team. Like, like Kerry play their championship team against Mayo. They're definitely going to play it against Dublin. And then, I'm just putting myself in Jack's shoes, then you're thinking, if you do win that game against Dublin, you're thinking about probably going on trying to win the league. So he's probably going to keep, yeah, I, I think he's going to keep a very strong team. It's a completely different approach, like in fairness to to Dublin or most of the teams yeah. Kerry just like Kerry like Jack likes his 22 or 3 and we're going with those 22 or 3 and to break into that is, is difficult and to fall away from that is difficult you know if you're in that 20, 22 or 23 you trusted players he'll keep fading you the big thing for Dublin this weekend as well like I said they're going to be missing some frontliners Howard got a bit of game time against uh, Ross Common, so he'll mm. probably get a few more minutes. John Small got 50 minutes of those legs as well. He might try and get, he pick up Sean O'Shea and get a full game this weekend. That Dublin defence of Keane Murphy's been centre-back, Sean McMahon has played in all the games, and Theo Clancy, who we, we spoke about, who I think is has got a real shot at being 
a, a mainstay of this defence, uh, even in the summer. Who's he marking this weekend, Paddy? That's what I, I, that's what I think for those guys in terms of the challenge that they're going to get in terms of earning your stripes, I think Desi will be looking at it going, this is a brilliant test for those guys individually. I think those players individually can look at it and go, right, this is it, really. You know, if we can go play one of the top forward lines in the country, particularly that carry from forward line with Cliff and Shawnee Shea both staying inside and in Crow Park, it's a big challenge. I'm intrigued to see how those guys get out because we know we know what Merchant can do. We know what John Small and these guys can do. Dublin, particularly with Davy Byrne stepping away from the squad this year, Fitzsimons a year older, he hasn't been seen yet. Um, they need guys in that defence, and that's the acid test with Crow Park. Would you think Clancy could be working Clifford? You know, so that's that's what you're going to find out. You're going to get your feedback on the pitch. So I think that's a very interesting thing from a Dublin perspective. And yeah. I know for Desi Farrell, the coaches, to be looking at that. How do these guys get on against the top, top players in the game? Just, just on that, and quickly, would you expect, okay, Clancy maybe to mark David Clifford? And would you expect the Johnson Hall to go back on Sean O'Shea into the full back line? Or Lee Gannon to pick up Paddy Clifford? Probably a natural matchup. How do you, what do you see with Sean O'Shea and David Clifford if they're playing in the full forward line? I'd say you nailed it there with those three. Probably, okay. yeah. James, yeah. on Saturday night in Tralee, it was like they must have got a lift out of it at half time because their shooting efficiency in the first half carries was 50%. Started the second half. They didn't kick With a wide for about 20 minutes. Mm. It, it, like, it was really impressive in that start of that second half. They reeled off a lot of quality points. Just before he was whipped off, Dylan Ganey played a beautiful mm. left-footed pass into David Clifford who turned and spun over a beautiful left-footed point. Conor Ganey comes on from then. Like, what's Dylan Ganey bringing to that attack? And do you think we might see him starting this weekend or do you think like Jack is probably still mixing up that half forward line because Killian Burke has obviously started every game. Mm-hmm. I like what he's bringing to the table. Raw Killian Burke's points, been good, but he's showing a lot, a lot of other good There's stuff as well. There. There's something there, yeah. yeah. Killian Burke. I think, I think they'll start with the same six again. I think that you know when you're young like that, a couple of games in a row does you the world of good, and especially there'll be a buzz around the camp now. It's like we're going to Crow Park, lads. Big game for us, and to be involved in that as a starter that brings you on leaps and bounds. Whereas if you're getting the arm around the shoulder and they're saying, "Look, we're going to leave you off today because it's a big game," so it's a complete downer then. Yeah. So, like, I think he'll go with Burke. And he'll go with with Ganey in the half forward line because they're showing well. Um, what and they have lots of legs. What he's showing. Dylan's been tipping around for a long time, um, even though he's so young. Brilliant minor, brilliant 20. Um, sharp shooter with Dingle. So Jack is using him in a different way. He's kind of using him at 11, kind of between 10 and 11, kind of running that line because Jack likes a ball receiver on that line of the field. He likes someone to make runs for kick passes. Um, so that's Dylan's gig this time. And he is knife for a pass. That score for, or that pass for Clifford score was, was just textbook play. You know, kick it out wide, turn, Top of the D kick pass straight over the bar. Like that's, it's cliche, but that's what you want carry football to be, you know, head up, kick pass straight over the bar. So like if Dylan keeps on the road he's on and can add that two or three points from play per game, like he he can be a mainstay on that side if he if he stays free of injury and everything. But Burke is the exciting one that, that everyone's talking about down here because he's so young. 